Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Yes, it is Wonderful Women Wednesday, and it's also the last day of September. We are going to salute the amazing Cheryl Crow. And I just happened to be watching Morning Joe and saw an interview she was doing with Mika and a couple of the guests on MSNBC. And even though the audio from her to Mika and the guests, and then the guests being on video, the audio is a little blurry. But as I mentioned in my previous episodes, if I'm getting the first, second, third party audio, sometimes it's a little tricky. But I try to get audio clear enough that you can at least understand what they're talking about. So I want you guys to listen to this. And there's two songs that's mentioned. And I decided to go on YouTube and find the songs. And they are going to be played right after you listen to the interview. But the songs are entitled, one is In the End. And she got a lot of controversy about it because she is talking about President Trump. And he's the person... She's referencing when she talks about the king watching TV, as we know he wants to be called king. But she also made it clear that in the end, we all have more in common. And that's how we're going to make America succeed in spite of all the foolishness. And she mentioned a song that was recorded in 2012, over eight years ago, and it's entitled Women in the White House. And after they announced that Kamala Harris was going to be the vice president on the Democratic ticket nominee, she re-released it. So I went to her website and I found that it was dated in August of 2020. I think it's August 10th, 2020. So after I looked at the lyrics of both of these songs, I normally don't do this, but I decided to play them both. And another reason why I decided to play them is because some people listening to this podcast, and I'll probably mention this at the end, they normally would not even know, uh, some of them would not even know who Cheryl Crow is. Hopefully this will give you some research uh, opportunity to see all the activism she has done in the past. So I hope you enjoy. Winning singer-songwriter joins us now. Also with us, Kirk Bardella. He's the senior advisor to the Lincoln Project, but for the purposes of this segment, he is a leading expert on the country music industry and publisher of the newsletter, The Morning Hangover. Uh, great to have you both. Cheryl, uh, the song is great. Um, I would love for you to take us through the concept behind the song, the posting of the video, the taking down of the video, and where we are now with it. Well, the song uh, was inspired by raising two boys in this climate and having to answer the hard questions that when I was 10 or 13 certainly was not thinking about. And, um, you know, I, I was raised by a Democrat and a, a Republican, and our conversations at the dinner table when I listened to my parents were, they might have disagreed, but everyone listened and everyone took into account what the other one felt and there was a lot of compassion based in conversations in america uh, ways to try to figure out how to move forward and i feel like this president has really fostered a climate of hate um and uh, a campaign of separating us and i do feel like in the end that we all have more in common than we than we don't we want to see change my feeling about it is there's so much money in politics and when the dalai lama spoke about compassion and how the world would look different if everyone in business everyone in politics made every decision 
would the world seem like a different, or would it be a different place? Yes, it definitely would. And I feel like where there's money in the political system, uh, we can't count on the people that are making the decisions on our behalf to make decisions based on compassion. They're making too much money. Um, I put up a video that was very, um, very convicting of this administration. Um, but the song is bigger than this. The song is about compassion, about people who make it to the top and forget who they represent, forget what the decisions they're making, how they're going to affect the people, and instead are taking money from huge corporations. Um, and I had a moment, really, of my own conviction, feeling like, am I going to play into the hate that this president is disseminating? So I took the video down because I'm human, but I have reworked it, and we're going to put up a new video um, because nobody escapes this climate. That's right. That's right. Kurt Bardella, um, uh, you can take the next question to Cheryl. Now, Cheryl, another song that you recently put out, it was actually a re-release of something that you cut about eight years ago, uh, right along when uh, Kamala Harris accepted the vice president's nominee to run with Joe Biden. Uh, you put out this song, uh, Woman in the White House, with another a fantastic video to go with it. Talk to us about what that song means to you, why you decided to re-release it now, eight years later, and, and what kind of reception you've gotten from it. Um, you know, interestingly, we've had more of a scorching response to that song than we have to In the End. Um, why that is, I don't really know. I think the fact that we're still carrying on a conversation about why we don't have a woman in the White House is shocking. When I grew up with Golda Meir uh, and Margaret Thatcher and names like that were at the forefront um, of, of, of the political theater, um, you know, we're supposed to be the most forward-thinking country, and yet we still have this idea of what a strong woman looks like. And when a strong woman comes to the forefront, how she's labeled and how she's perceived. And uh, yes, the song was written eight years ago, and look where we are. We're still in this same conversation. Um, and I hope in my lifetime that my boys, I mean, my boys ask me all the time, why do we have, why has there never been a woman in their White House? And they're boys. So, um, you know, it's time. It, it really is. We have wonderful, strong women who are capable of leading this country. And I don't know of any wars that a woman let us into. So, so yeah, ma'am. Leave her right there. <laughs> uh, Claire McCaskill, former um, Senator Claire McCaskill, Claire, the next question, Claire. Please. Hey, <laughs> it is so good to see you. Yes, yes. You know, Cheryl. Cheryl is Mizumi. Um, not only do we share a state, uh, but we also share a university, and we share a sorority. And she has been a tremendous help to me throughout my career. At times when I really needed uh, a blazing star, she always said, "I'll show up. I'll help." Um, you know, I want to talk about the woman in the White House. I think people. We just had a segment, Cheryl, talking about childcare. And I think people forget that women who are struggling with childcare, they are too busy. They don't have a lobbyist. They are way too busy trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, and those are the issues where a woman in the White House can really make a difference. And I just, I love the video. I want to put in a plug for a different song, though. Um, I want to put in a plug for Lonely Alone. Um, it, it is an, an amazing song. I want everyone to go out and listen to Cheryl and Willie Nelson sing a, a very American ballad that is in some ways haunting but overall beautiful, especially 
especially for this time when so many people feel like they're alone with this pandemic. And I, 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 can you speak to making music in this pandemic and the challenges you've faced, Cheryl, in terms of getting these songs out to the public? Yeah, you know, um, well, first and foremost, I'm really lucky because I do play. Um, so I'm able to do these virtual um, concerts. In fact, we're going to make an announcement Friday about doing a live show. Um, so we'll announce ways to to buy tickets to that. But it's, it is challenging. I mean, for me, I saw Brad Paisley on here last week with you, Kurt, and Mika. And the, our hearts are breaking because we have people, I have people that have worked with me for 28, 30 years who are struggling right now. And um, I listened to an NPR thing the other day about how these clubs that we cut our teeth on and we figured out who we were in are closing down. So what does that mean to the future of art and of music? And we need artists to speak to what's happening to all of us. We need artists to give voice to the human condition, which is what we've always counted on. And it's for me, it's a great time to be able to write about what's happening and not have to think, okay, I've got to make an album. I've got to figure out a body of work before I can put these songs out. I'm just putting them out virtually and I'm playing and hopefully opening up a dialogue and giving people either some comfort through Lonely Alone, that they're not alone, um, uh, or, you know, giving voice to people who are frustrated with the system and how much money is involved in it and how broken it is. Um, and, and also what a treat to have Willie Nelson. I mean, he's in Hawaii, but to be able or maybe in Austin, but to be able to reach out to him and say, will you participate with me on this? And for all of us to get to see him in his world um, in his illustrious career, be a part of this beautiful song. The new song is titled In the End. Cheryl Crow, thank you so much. It's so great to see you. Uh, thanks for coming on this morning.
some maybe you live twice depending on how well you spent it you see karma's a drag you come back as a rat dodging traps set by your own descendants is it Multi-platinum, nine-time Grammy-winning singer-songwriter. Please welcome the lovely and talented Cheryl Crow. So nice to see you again. Nice to Now, uh, we had you on the old gig. Yes, you know. yes. Uh, but the last time you and I were together out in the wild yes. was at the... Because we've been out a couple times together, we the have. Grammys together. The Grammys with your daughter. Together. Yes, we did. It was you and me at the time, my 14-year-old daughter, Bon Jovi and Richie Sambura. Okay, what's wrong with that? <laughs> my daughter... My your daughter, daughter like... My daughter calls Richie Sambura her first prom date. <laughs> now, uh, only so, she but, can say that. But the last time we were out in the wild together uh, was at the Rally to Restore Sanity. We tried. Yeah, we, we did tried. try. We gave it a shot. Yeah. I technically... John had the reality to restore sanity, which I think you were helping him with, and then I, I had the march to keep fear alive. Yes, and I, I think, think I you won. won. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you performed that night uh, or that afternoon. Uh, you and Kid Rock uh, yes. did a great song together. Yes, Kid was did. just in the White House with uh, I with heard Trump. That. Yes. Are you? Did you get invited to stop by? Um, I didn't. I'm shocked that uh, yeah. President Trump he hasn't asked, asked me to stop by. No, but I did just get a text from Kathy Griffin. I mean, just now saying I hold you completely responsible for this picture. Of kid, of kid Rock being in a political... So well, the, I'm Michigan, like, the Michigan GOP is actually trying to get him to I run, know. run for Congress. I know. What, what about you? Your grandfather was a congressman. Why not he was Senator indeed. Cheryl Crow? I'm going for president. I'm going straight there. Right here. Good luck. In fact, luck. what I'd like to see happen is I'd like to see me run against Kid Rock. Oh, wow. I would love, I would love to cover that campaign. Wow! <laughs> Holy cow! I can kick. Yeah, I like kid. Yeah, I've I do out, too. I've been out. I've partnered with You know, with him he and uh, he got uh, approached by writing a song for Mitt Romney, and I met Senator Romney, and he told me this story about how a kid made him come to his house 
And he said, I have a list of questions before I will write you a song. And he made him answer all these questions, which I think is kind of straight up. I mean, I think it's pretty oh. cool. Did he yeah. write the song? And he wound up writing the song. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, uh, you actually, you're politically engaged. Uh, you got a petition uh, last year on change.org to shorten the election cycle. I'm reinstating it. Really? You're reinstating it? Yes, I'm Trump just... Uh, Why is it, too, is it too long? What, what do you mean? Well, I agree, I, but what, I, how long I, do you think it should be? Well, I think we should approach it like other countries do where we have a limited amount of time because la last year it was just a hate slog. But so Trump is already registered. And is already raising campaign funds and going out and campaigning. And it's, last year was two years, and now we're like four years. I like the English. Theresa May just called a snap election for That's what I'm like the about. end of May. That's what I want. Yeah, I agree. Because we'll wake up I tomorrow agree. morning, there's a new election. Yes, I like it. Uh, okay. Now, let me ask you about this album, because you got the new album here. You can do a song just a little bit called uh, uh, Be Myself right there. Yeah. You, the album was made before the election, but it has these lyrics. Uh, you bet the president is sweating while Russia's blowing up the phone, deny, deny everything. Cheryl Crow, are you a psychic? <laughs> How did you know to put that in your song? What did you know, and when did um, you know it? Yeah, it's weird. We wrote it in we wrote it in August, and it started out um, kind of as a, like a, a sinister, you know, SBNR song mm -hmm. um, in the tone of like "Give Me Shelter," and I just started thinking. We I was sitting here with my my buddy going, wow, what's the craziest thing you can imagine? I was like, Russia, like hacking, Russia hacking. That would be, that'd be crazy. And like, uh, the president being involved with Russia, that'd be so effed up. Just and so because, we wrote it. Just because you whisper doesn't mean CVS won't bleep it, by the way. <laughs> and and all your dreams came true. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I manifested that. Um, uh, so what are you doing tonight? What song are you doing tonight? I'm going Welcome back, everybody. Now performing her single, Woman in the White House. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Crow. Don't you think it's time we put a woman in the White House with a whole new attitude?
you guys enjoy both of the songs by Sheryl Crow. I didn't in initially plan on playing them both, but when I started reading the lyrics and the meaning behind both songs, I definitely wanted to play them because the one in the end is the one she got a lot of flack about because she was talking about President Trump, in case you weren't sure when she mentioned uh, King of the World watching TV. She was definitely talking about him. But one of the main reasons why she wrote the song, in addition to talking about how he is, is that she wanted to make sure everybody realized that in the end, we all have more in common than not. So let's keep that in mind as we're going through this difficult election year of 2020 and just keep focused on what we need in the end. So pay attention to the lyrics. And I also end up playing, which I didn't plan on playing, the song Women in the White House. And the reason why I played the full length of both of these songs, which I have the live version, uh, Women in the White House was re-released, and she did it in August of 2020 on a virtual uh, video. So both of these I did capture off of YouTube. So feel free to go to YouTube and not only check out the lyrics, but check out the videos. And I just think that Sheryl Crow is an example of what ladies should be doing. If we need to be heard in a way through music, let's do it. You know, we want to continue to fight for all the positive things that make America great. And I don't want to say the again, because America is great. We just need to make sure that America recognizes that it takes all races and both genders to be great. Well, I apologize, all genders, because there's transgender as well. I don't want to be in exclusive. I'm inclusive. So it just takes all of us to be great. And I just wanted to play those uh, songs because I know a lot of my listeners would not even listen to those songs if they didn't listen to it on the podcast. And some of them may not even know who Sheryl Crow is. So outside of her music industry, she is a great activist and a positive image for women and motivating. So I hope you guys just pay attention to the words. Go look at the lyrics so you can see exactly what she's saying. And I just thought that she was a perfect person to put on Wonderful Women Wednesday. Remember, if you have any comments, please give us a call at 404-855-7723. Or you can email us at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. Please remember to follow us. We need followers, not just uh, on Podbean, but we also need followers on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in Advocacy, capital L as in Ladies. And we would love for you to follow us on all the other podcast apps. 
We are currently on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, and Alexa. Tune in. So please follow us, and I would love to hear from you. And we are, as I said, starting October 1st, which is tomorrow. We are going to be doing three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So tomorrow, I will be, excuse me, not tomorrow, Friday, which is October 2nd, I will be doing the first Fantastic Fellas Friday. I'm actually excited about that because as news keeps going around, rather social media, television, papers, or however you get your news, there's always change. So my first uh, Fantastic Fellas Friday is going to be a fun one. So we're going to call that FFFF. And I am excited about this because my daughter kind of turned me on to the story I'm about to do. And I'm going to do my first Fantastic Fellas Friday on a rapper here out of Atlanta. Now, this rapper, I ironically had played one of his songs on one of my previous podcasts because I thought it was a perfect song. He, he got in the studio right after the murder of George Floyd and made this amazing song. So I am very impressed with him as an individual for what he is trying to do to give people information, especially the younger generation. But this is going to be a fun, fantastic fellow Friday because my daughter was showing me something he did on social media. And as a young man showing uh, empathy, emotion, love, romance, and doing it publicly, I just thought it was so amazing. So uh, you may already know who I'm talking about. His name is uh, Lil Baby. Lil Baby has a lot of hit songs. And I just was really impressed of something he did for his girlfriend, not his wife, his girlfriend. And I think seeing a young black man in any industry, whether it's uh, fame or famous or not, just to show that, you know, we're always portrayed as savages and mean and, and not having any type of respect for women. And what he did with his girlfriend for her birthday, I just thought was so romantic fantastic and i want him to be my first fantastic fella friday that i celebrate so that will be this friday october 2nd in the meantime i want to tell you guys i appreciate you um checking my demographic statistics and see that people from outside of the united states are listening i gave a shout out uh on the last episode to spain the uk and canada listeners thank you for listening but I just want to give a shout out to all the listeners and please follow me. You know, I can't get any bigger by myself. I want to make sure I am a bridge for all races, all genders and our community. I'm raised old school where it takes a village. So let's be the village because right now we need empathy. We need money. We need jobs. We need, we need a lot of things right now, but we can do it if we do it together and we don't lose hope. That's one reason why my Monday, which has changed to Friday, is now going to be marvelous. I like the positive adjectives. It's going to be marvelous, motivating Monday. So uh, I need you guys to follow me, and we need to get these calls and emails in so we can talk about 
positive things. If you want to advertise your business or shout out someone who did a good job, we're trying to hold people accountable, good and bad. So we don't want to just hold the negative because this is supposed to be uplifting and making people just get a little uncomfortable to do some research and and know what's going on because right now it's so chaotic. A lot of negative things could slip past us without us even realizing it until it's too late. Okay, well, I just want to say once again, thank you guys for listening. And I always like to end my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.